Entrepreneur on Fire, 899. Go from somebody who's way more successful, way more skilled, way more interesting, and just let those guys become your inner circle. And then the next thing you'll know, you'll be having a beer with them. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. A. Weber has been providing reliable email marketing software to small businesses, bloggers, entrepreneurs, and agencies for over 16 years. Start connecting with customers and growing your business through email by visiting aweber.com slash fire. Set your business apart from the competition by rediscovering the lost art of human interaction. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Mark Hoverson. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? I am a blazing inferno, John. <laughs> yes. In 2007, Mark qualified for welfare and started his online business from a computer at the public library because he couldn't afford his own. Using YouTube and Google pay-per-click, he began to sell affiliate products. Today, nearly $20 million of his own info products have been sold. Mark, given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally and expand upon your biz. Grew up in North Dakota in a town of about 300 people. And I grew up watching like Magic Johnson and, you know, wanted to be out in LA and I'd watch Miami Vice and I wanted to go to Miami and I'd watch Crocodile Dundee and I wanted to go to Australia. And I was this landlocked, you know, we grew up in a mobile home and, you know, not a lot of, when I was five, I asked my mom, mom, how come we're not rich? Like I was five and I just thought, why aren't we rich? Like, yeah. It just seems like you should be rich. I don't know. <laughs> and she said, Mark, we're rich in love. Oh. And we laughed and we laughed and laughed. And we actually were. And so I, I grew up with a really foundation of community and love. And it was like 2007. I just saw like, this is going to change the game. I, I just, the second I even heard about, like when Amazon was coming out, and I had, I had $6,000 and I was going to invest 3000 in this brand new company called Amazon.com. And I thought, this is, people are, this is going to change like everything. And then I talked to the one person that I knew who invested in, in the stock market and he's a terrible idea. And I said, okay, <laughs> so I didn't invest. In it. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be worth laughs> Do me a favor but, and don't count what those shares would be worth today. Yeah, no, actually, I was telling the story because when YouTube came out, I was one of the first YouTube personalities. So I'd release a video and within 30 minutes, I'd have 800 views on it. And, you know, I had I had uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of hours consumed. And and but that's right when it came out, it was right when I was starting my business and I went on like a six day water fast. It wasn't really a religious one. It was like like. Um, I'm so nervous about the future. I can't eat anyway. So let's just, let's just block that out. And I went out just to like think, right. And just like, I have to find a way for my family. I have four kids and all sorts of stuff. And we were broke and we qualified for welfare and I was just so sick of it. And I was on this fast and on day five in my mind, there was this, this thought came in and it said, put yourself on video. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's this thing, YouTube. And I could put up a video and I had this crappy computer. It wouldn't, it took it like in those days, it took like literally two hours to record a video 
and just get it like jumbled over to YouTube. So people now who can just press buttons and get videos, it was, it was like, you know. Like right now I could point my smartphone at my face, say two things, hit one button, and in 30 seconds it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. And, but the difference you see, and even with the two hour work, cause you had to record it and then transpose it to something else and then morph it over to some other file and then upload it through a grindy little, you know, oh, it was so funny, but I still saw that as lightning speed because when I was in high school, um, I just had this thought when, well, actually when I was a kid, I would walk, we, we lived out in the country and the bus would drop me off and I'd walk about a quarter of a mile to my house. And I would see visions of me speaking into this field and there were thousands and thousands of people. And I don't know what I was saying at all, but I would just move, move my hands and there would be as far as the field could stretch, <laughs> there were people. And so I thought I'm going to be something like an author or a speaker. I don't know what I'm going to be. So in high school, I started looking at what's it cost to publish a book and or make audio tapes. And in those days, you have to place an ad in a magazine or a newspaper or TV. And so I I'd priced out the cost of like distributing messaging when I was in high school. So when I when I was, you know, mid 20s and I could get my message literally to the world by like touching a button, I was like, this game is over. <laughs> and then. With Google, I went out, I, you know, there was this kind of um, semi-wealthy guy that lived kind of near me and I found him online. I said, hey, can I take you out to eat? I didn't have any money to take him out to eat, but I said, can I take you out to eat? And just, you know, you're awesome. And I just wanted, you got to eat. So let, can I buy that for you? And I said, well, what do you do? You know, how do you do what you do? And he said, well, there's this thing, Google pay-per-click and you can, you can write an ad. And, and when people Google their, their thing in, uh, you can put an ad um, corresponding right to what they're typing in. And I'm like, you mean I can intercept their current stream of conscience at the moment of thinking about a product or service or concept. And I can have my ad right next to like IBM or right next to any like a player or biggest company in the world. And I just saw the parody descend. Literally, I could feel it. And I went home and my wife, we had no, we had groceries at this time. Our neighbors were buying us groceries out of pity. My wife is pregnant and barefoot. And I said, Shani, things are going to be turning around very soon because mm. I knew everything was changing in the world and it was going to be lights out. And then, so. Well, Mark, like, I want to cut in here for a second because yeah. we're getting pretty in the weeds and we have a lot to get to today. Yeah, let's go. And let's this go. is something that, you know, I really, we talk about a lot in Entrepreneur on Fire, the power of number one, investing in yourself for you that was taking a successful person out to dinner and just getting that one, that one golden value bomb that truly changed your life for a meal that he ended up probably even paying for. I mean, you know, that's the reality. Like, get out there and just ask and be willing to invest in yourself, Fire Nation, in a mentor, even if it's for a dinner or for an ongoing relationship. And another thing I want to bring up, Mark, that you touched upon that I love is that, yeah, YouTube wasn't easy to navigate right. at the beginning, but... When it's a struggle to do things, Fire Nation, how about having a mindset shift? How about realizing that it's a struggle for everybody to do it? And that's probably why 99% of people aren't doing it. When it was harder to podcast and there were a lot less people podcasting, that's one of the reasons why Entrepreneur Fire rose to the top. And you know, now that things are getting easier and the struggle's not there, like don't always embrace easiness. Be excited when things are hard to do and use that as a catapult. And Mark, for you... You know, we've already touched upon some struggles that you've had, but we're all about the story here and the singular sense. So I want you to take us 
to one moment in time and to tell us one story of what you, Mark Hoverson, consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there. Well, that's that's like an anthology. <laughs> I, will, I will pick I will pick just a page of it. And this this happened in the last year, but I wake up one day and there's about 140k popped out of our operating checking account. And like gone, like the gone, wrong way. Okay. See ya, bye. Just gone. And we 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 actually had a kind of cyber terrorism fraud attack. And could have prevented it, yeah, but I saw early tremors of that when when we got a $1,000 order from Germany that was suspicious to me. And so I have an info product, and by the time someone buys my $1,000 course, Solomon, uh, it's a Solomon CEO product, by the time someone buys that, they're pretty big fans of my smaller products. And they're usually, they're usually in the world, you know, in my planet there for a week or two. And then I saw this thousand dollar order, another thousand dollar order, another thousand dollar order. And I told um, my staff, I said, "Hey, reach out, reach out to these people. Make sure these people are real. Right. This this seems a little fishy to me, and invalidate that they're in the Facebook groups, that they're real. I want. I'm, and I was totally lazy, and I totally, I mean, fully and completely put my head in the sand to my intuitive gut." Because it was a licensing deal and I, it wasn't really my project, but my brand was involved. I, I miscalculated the importance of if my brand's involved, whether it's a licensing deal or not, I'm involved. You know, so it it ended up being a huge, a huge fraud thing and it, it cost us quite a bit of money. So um, and it really it threw it through the butt because we had like 70,000 of that money. We were going to pay affiliates that week and. You know, so 140 gets pulled out and we just invested um, heavy, you know, like heavy in new infrastructure. So it was a cash crunch situation. And the day that happens, I have my best friend fly in for three days of golfing and and canoeing and just bonding. And I wake up in the morning to that Mm. situation and I literally say, you know what, I'll deal with it in three days. So. So there's something that you said there, Mark, that I really want to reiterate because I just love the phrase. You said, I put my head in the sand to my intuitive gut. And I can tell you having done now 800 in your number 77 interview, Mark, this is such a recurring theme on the worst entrepreneurial moment, the failures, the obstacles, is when successful entrepreneurs stop listening to their gut, to their intuition. And that's exactly what you did. You knew deep down that, hey, this is something that needs my attention, that needs my focus, that needs to be addressed. And you didn't do it. So that's just never a good idea, Fire Nation. But looking back now, Mark, like what stops could you have put in place? Like, is there an insurance that you can buy, like a reinsurance for this stuff? I mean, I'm kind of curious about this. This is a whole really gross pond we'd have to dive into. But, you know, from that, we've actually had a lot of victories that are going to really save this from, you know, I was one of the first in our industry to actually have that hit to the point where like trillion dollar first data, um, the merchant processor was looking into how this happened. So it was like, it was a big deal, but the contracts, you know, it's like we pay per every authorization and there were you know, hundreds of thousands of 25 cent authorizations that got through a gateway through a scammy, con- you know, it was whatever. I paid the money. So even though people had empathy, it didn't, didn't change the situation. But, but now there's actually predictive scoring. 
And so it's almost like when a, when a merchant is going to swipe a card now or receive it, they can actually do a history check on the performance of that card, mm. meaning do they charge back? Are they refunders? Has there been issues with this card? And it's actually going to clean up a lot of things. And so we, we've been able to help bring that technology and now it's going to like thousands of companies. So it, you know, it worked out good. And the big boys, the big, big boys, you know, Walmart, those, those guys are already using it. But we're small time, small fry, you know, sub $40 million companies that we're not real companies to to that's technology yet. So, Mark, let's go a little big picture here. And just for kind of closing this door before we move on to the next segment here, if you could just share with our listeners, Fire Nation, who are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, you know, honestly, probably aren't at this level right now that you are experiencing, but are looking to grow businesses to get there for sure. What do you want them to really take away from this moment in your entrepreneurial journey? You know, I would, I would just say the key is you're defined by who buys and patronizes your products. And I really allowed, and again, totally intuitive. And it was, it was low class greed. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a high degree of greed, but laziness is greedy at the end of the day. And I was lazy and I let, I let a lower clientele seep into my orbit and it was a polluting effect. And, and with it brought really bad customers and it just opened a, an ugly door that I've now like per, I've shut in yes. incredible ways. But, but uh, you know, the money was flowing in so fast and I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, you know, I made these products. It was worth it. So, but to answer your question, I think you're defined by your clientele. So decide who you want to serve and, and make that an intention and don't worry if it's totally unrealistic. Like I, I got a call from the NFL last week on a really interesting project. Not not like a, hey, we're going to put together a commercial. What do you think? But like an initiative for, for youth football and, and really moving moving an NFL stamped program into the, into the high school programs. Just really interesting product. But uh, long ago, I, I would look in the mirror and Brian Tracy would say, look in the mirror. And look in the mirror and say, I'm the best. And I was like, gosh, this is corny. Okay. So I look in the mirror and say, <laughs> I'm the best, right? I'm the best. And, and, you know, pretty soon you can trick yourself and then you can end up with, with some clientele that's just, it's, it's a mesmerizing experience. Right. But, but anyway, define who you want to serve. And that's what I'd say. So Mark, this is kind of a little, I don't want to call it self-serving, although it is. I know it's going to help Fire Nation for sure, but this is definitely an issue that we're looking into right now. And you know, since you've been through this, I kind of maybe like your feedback here live on Entrepreneur on Fire. And you know, to give you a quick sum up, Podcasters Paradise is one of our big revenue generators. We now have over 1,900 people in Podcasters Paradise. It's a $1,200 lifetime membership cost to get in, investment to get in, but we do have that monthly option as well. And since day one, um, we've had a 30-day money-back guarantee, which I'm a big believer in, specifically for digital products, physical, you know, like the products that people are going to get themselves and consume. And, you know, maybe it's just not for them for any reason. Okay, I want a full refund. We, you know, we've done that now for the over a year and a half that we've had Podcasters Paradise. But, you know, now the situation we're running into is that we have an amazing community. You know, I heard you mention Facebook. Uh, you know, we have 1,500 people in our private Facebook group that's just for Podcast Paradisers. You know, I do one-on-one calls with Paradisers. I give them, you know, I send videos to them. We have Google Hangouts. We had Tim Ferriss 
on our last private Podcasters Paradise hangout just for Podcast Paradise members. So a ton of value right there. And you know, what we're seeing is people are coming in and they're doing their thing for 30 days. They're, you know, they're blasting the Facebook group for, you know, trying to get love for whatever they're doing. And, and they're using a lot of our resources that are service-based resources. And then they're piecing out at the ends. And, you know, and, and hey, that's, a, that's, that's part of the game. We never have blinked at it. And we've happily given them back what, you know, what they've requested because they, they got in with that 30-day, no questions asked, money-back guarantee. But now seeing that we're so established and the value is so obvious that it's there and the service and the community that we have, we're starting to say, hey, is this something that we can possibly go to just no refunds where we just say, hey, we're giving you a complete video tour of everything you're going to get. Everything is exposed. And if you want in, you're in. But, you know, there's 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 no refunds because there's a lot that goes into that. Like, what is your experience of that? What are your thoughts on that? I'd love feedback. Well, if we were on a private call instead of in front of a million people, <laughs> I tell you that that should be an annual membership because uh, when people, 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 their livelihood is their money. And so every year, if they could re-up, not only is it going to be new revenue so you can innovate, bring more value, do better conferences and everything, they get to reinvest their livelihood into it and they get to give back to the community because 1295, John, is that's a nice entry thing. But you see, you're established now. So you can absolutely, it's a three-day, I mean, by law, it's got to be a three-day okay. thing. You got to do feedback. a e-signature. Um, so it's got to be three days. And, and But you tell them, like, they sign an e-sign, just like they would if they did a life insurance policy online or whatever. They could do an electronic signature. And you're at the point where you, you're not, you know, you give away your, your ass on the early in the early business, you know, I did the same thing. Yeah. You buy from me, I'm available 24 <laughs> seven on the phone and I, you do all that. Right. But I have a, I have a program, I have a, you know, a reality gamification culture that right now is a hundred dollars and it has become so irrefutably result proving that we're going to one fifty, and I just don't, and I don't care and we don't give refunds and I don't care because it, there's no way someone could buy and say, Oh, I don't know. The, the marketing is so clear that you get exactly what we say you get. And there's so much proof that it's, it's just irrefutable. And now we're strong enough where it's like, yeah, we're, we don't want to deal with anybody who's, you know, a refunder. But by saying no refund though, is that still, is that still three days? Yeah. Three days. I okay. mean, you say, and then how, how I would pitch it, John, is I would say, you know, you get three days to come in and feel, but you don't, they can't touch the services. Ooh. You, so you got to, you know, now is the time where you get to become the absolute dominant force and you already are, but it's like, you know, better pe you know, nothing is worse. They're eating up real estate, a, a bad person in that network who's just needy and showing up and taking, they're releasing an energy and a totally. vibration in there and they do not, your good people don't deserve those people. And, and so you got to protect your good people. And so I would, yeah, it's three days that they can come in, tour around, they can get, you know, half of the course up front or whatever. And, and maybe like they don't get access to the Facebook group and they don't get access to like all of the different things that we have going on live in those three days. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do though. I th think three days is, is okay. I mean, I don't know. I'd have, you know, I'd be game to 
to privately kind of go through the model and give you some sure. experience because I've made mistakes in every possible, you know, I think <laughs> too. deal on this one. So, but yeah, I, you're, when you get to a point and that's for all, all, everyone who's learning, learn to give an offer when you're, when you're early and you have no credibility lead with just, Hey, I will outserve anybody. You know, I will, I will do everything for you. I am like, Whatever the product is, it's like you get concierge. And then as you get bigger and bigger and bigger and better and more irrefutable, then your systems and your protocols are so proven. You get to jack the price. You get to be a lot stronger. And the right people, you know, you can kind of pick your clientele. So that's, you know, some food for them. Mark, this has been really helpful for me, 100%. Um, Fire Nation as you are building your businesses and, and even improving upon what you currently have, if you have products and services, I know this is going to be helpful for you. These are definitely situations that we're currently going through, always trying new things. And Mark, we spent a lot of time on that, but I really still want to go through this next part of the story. Well, let's kind of be a little more focused here because we still have a lot to get to. But tell us your aha moment. Take us to what you consider one of your epiphanies that is really powerful and really tell us that story. And then through the process of you turning that just light bulb into success. You know, I, I live, I would say I have 10 aha moments a week <laughs> and, and they and they have the same emotional frequency as the one four years ago, yeah. you know, five years. They really like yesterday I'm reading about luxury branding and Rolls Royce, has a target market of 85,000 people who make more than 30 million per year, or, or sorry, $30 million net worth. Okay. They have 80, they have an 85,000 person market and that is all they focus on. That's all they think about. That's all they, they don't care about anybody else, nor should they. And that's how they build their brand. And so for me, you know, the big aha is defining really who is the clientele that I want to work with. And a lot of it's just internal, internal thinking on defining like, what do I want to, who do I want to play with and what don't I want to do? What do not, what do I not want to do? And my big aha moment is just really kind of like the Frank Sinatra. I did it my way kind of thing. Um, there's just things where you, you really got to say like, what do I want on a, on a moment by moment when I wake up till I go to bed, who am I interacting with what I'm doing? And, and not let money be the, the top of the pyramid driver because it, it's soulless, you know, if that's the only thing. So there's bigger plays um, at stake. And I think my aha moment is just really like I've thought about the, the comprehensive life a lot more than the money. And I thought about the comprehensive life and then said, OK, now I'm going to create stuff and money is going to fund that. That's what it's going to do. And I think that's my biggest aha moment has been that just kind of overarching theme of saying no to a lot of really uh, lucrative things yeah. because I, I'm not going to get dressed up every day. I'm not going to, you know, when I, when I started with my first kind of like breakthrough a little bit, not quite mainstream, my Solomon product, John Maxwell's agent bought it and reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to take this brand. And we think we can turn this into a brand and, you know, publish you and get you everywhere. And, you know, we can put you in front of, and then another guy who works with that guy said, you know, we can put you in front of five to 10,000 people every Sunday and you can teach the Solomon curriculum. And I thought to myself, I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> like the last thing I want to do yes. is travel around the country in, and, 
And then they wanted me to kind of neuter the message. They said, it's a little too pro wealth. And, you know, if you could tone it down a little bit. And I said, I'm not, I'm not doing anything to it. Mark, you did not put your head in the sand for your intuitive gut here. No, no. And it it was a great, it was a great decision because it was, it was going to be moving into people. Like I'm very, I I smoke cigars. I swear. I, I, right now I'm not wearing a shirt or shoes and (laughs) I've had people like on my videos. And so these videos, you know, I crossed the million hour mark of people consuming my content last year. And, And what's cool is most of that's after they buy. So it's really awesome. But I've had people that are good people. Like these are very educated, some awesome people say, Mark, if you just put on a shirt and not swear, man, you could be, you know, Joel Osteen or something. And I'm like, I don't want to be that. I don't, I'm, I want to be with people who don't care that I swear and don't care that I smoke a cigar and don't care that I'm not wearing a shirt because I don't need to be somebody I don't want to be, you know, there's value here. And that the way I am actually attracts a different kind of clientele. And those are the guys and girls I like, you know, from a hang out with basis because I'm not going to change unnecessarily. And Mark, you're going to resonate so much more with those people because they're going to resonate so much more with you. And then instead of just being these casual fans who, you know, you're just another voice because there's a million people that have shirts on and aren't swearing and have no cigars. And you're just going to be one of those blended faces. You're creating evangelists who are going to work, who are at the water cooler being like, you wouldn't believe what Mark said today. You got to listen to this guy. You got to check him out. He's the real deal. I connect with him. And Mark, there's something that you said I want to repeat for Fire Nation. You said just money is soulless. And I resonate with that so much because it is so true on so many levels. I mean, people look at our income reports and what we've generated in you know just 2014 alone, and they're like, that must be the peak. And, and it's just not. You know, It's part of the journey. And that's where I love the phrase, and I'd be curious to see if you resonate with it too, but how do you go from success to significance? And how do you take that success you've had with money and now become significant in a much more long-lasting and soulful way? And, and I, I believe in this concept so much that the, the person who actually brought this kind of concept to me, past guest Aaron Walker, you know, we're actually developing a course right now just about that, going from success to significance, because I think it's so important. Like, do you resonate with that phrase? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the goal is just start with significance if you can. You know what I mean? Like, so just skip success. Just, just skip it. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, you know, it's funny because I, you know, the circle that I'm, I've, I'm meeting more wealthy people who don't have my, they weren't trailer people and, you know, at the public library next to homeless people starting their business. They were, you know, groomed for business and they're successful and they came from, their parents were affluent. And so I'm meeting a different crowd and, and they're working and, and this isn't even a, it's an observation. It's not really a criticism. Um, they're working and they're telling me the things they want to do with kids. They want to do with the next generation. They want to do with education. And I'm sitting there just kind of doing it. And it, it's not, I'm not, that sounds a little self-righteous or whatever, but like the Lemonade Crusade, um, I don't know if the website's active, but LemonadeCrusade.com, I gamified the entire process from a kid having to pass a three question quiz and have a sponsor who makes sure that they know how to create a five star lemonade stand. They have to have an upsell at the point of purchase. They have to do a profit and loss thing. They have to have a sign that has at least three colors on it. They have to have flowers by the, by the point of purchase. They have to have fresh cut lemons that are available. Ice cubes everywhere. Yeah, everything. And 
And then we did this competition. We had in, in the first round, it was like 100 or 120 kids all over the world competing. And these kids are making 60, 80 bucks. And we found out that no cost is the best way for them to make money. And then, um, and we taught entrepreneurship and stuff like that. And, and I had to get a kick out of it. And I don't think it's some charitable thing. It's just like, this is an important free enterprise task that the kids learn how to operate, um, a business. So we've gamified that and we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of cool things, but I would say from success to significance, um, you know, it's fool's gold to just say, well, I'm going to go for success first and then I'm going to move into significance. If the product isn't charitable in the purchase, meaning I'm going to pay a 12, like I'm going to pay $1,295 for uh, podcast paradise. That's a gift to be able to receive it for that amount. And so I've viewed my, my product lines and what I do as, as in a sense, charitable activity. It's significant activity. And so I'm, you know, I think a lot of people say, well, when I make some money, then I'm going to do some sponsor, some kids in Ethiopia or something like that. Um, but I would just say, look at your business. If it's not really, if it's not bringing you energy and if the buyers aren't happy, uh, what are you doing? Like someone else will take that role, you know, go, go find a project or whatever it is that you really, really love, whether it's wallets, whether it's you know, I don't know. I had a buddy call me and said, Mark, you should just be in this t-shirt business. I'm making hand over fist in this t-shirt business. And he's a good guy. I mean, he was an early mentor to me and he hooked me up to say, Mark, if you knew, you know, take 20 minutes to show you what to do with t-shirts and you'd make so much money and there's no people involved and you just ship these shirts. And, and I said, well, it's funny. I have a 19 year old or he's 18 making 10 grand a month on Facebook. He's in my little entrepreneurial group for kid for uh, college kids. And I gave him a t-shirt concept and he's making money with that. So I, I get, I don't care about t-shirts. I'm not going to divert another four hours a week over there so I can just scramble and collect some money. It's just like, it's a mad dash. And I see people in just this, I'm not going to leave any money on the table concept. And it's just such a waste of life. Mark, I wish, wish that somebody had given me a lemonade crusade pamphlet when I was seven, 10 years old, because I can just see the light going on in my eyes at that age, actually understanding what it meant to do all those things and to be of service and to provide upsells and to just create a business that makes sense, you know, and unfortunately, so many of us learned the hard way. But when those seeds are planted there, and also with what you've followed up with here and kind of ended with, with about how you only have so much mental bandwidth. You're going to take four hours and chase some t-shirt thing to put another 10 grand a month in, in your pocket. Like why? Like when you can do that, you can take those four hours and do something that really is significant to you. And just a lot of great stuff, Fire Nation. Mark, we are not going to let you go anywhere quite yet because <laughs> we're about to hit the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences, and that's a fact. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. That's what makes Ruby so great. Their highly trained team of receptionists can handle all your nationwide calls with a perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. With Ruby, you'll elevate your business to stand out from the competition simply by being there when your customers need you most. At Ruby, it's not just about what they do. It's 
how they do it. Think of Ruby as your company's ambassador. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash FIRE, promo code FIRE. As an entrepreneur, you work hard to create the very best content for your audience. That's why they keep coming back for more. Now it's time to start putting even more power behind your content by adding email marketing to the mix. Building an email list is so powerful because it gives you direct access to those members of your audience who have raised their hands and said, yes, I'm interested in your content. But email marketing is more than simply just sending content to your subscribers. It's about staying connected with customers and prospects so that you can continue growing your business. And when you use a reliable email email marketing software like AWeber, which has been helping small businesses, bloggers, entrepreneurs, and agencies for over 16 years and counting, you can rest assured that they'll help you every step of the way. So start growing your business with email today with a free 30-day trial at aweber.com slash fire. That's aweber.com slash fire. Mark, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing. My parents had some entrepreneurial stuff and I saw it. They, we were really poor, but they bought a property and they bought it when I was a kid, like five. And then when I was about 14, my dad went to the mailbox, picked it up and he said, he got the rent check for that property. And he said, Mark, um, we just paid off that building and every check we get now is profit. And my mind went Wow. Okay. You can make money without working because you worked early. Like I'm on, I'm in nothing held me back. What is the best advice you've ever received? I don't think I've got it yet. I'm ready for it. I'm waiting for it. So (laughs) keep listening to entrepreneur on fire. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. You know, I think creativity, I think just showing up and, and going out there and really, I think it's really grateful for whoever does show up. I'm still amazed when someone clicks on an ad. It still blows my mind when people show up to a live event that I'm at. It's it everything. I'm just, I live in an amazement sense of gratitude that any of this stuff is working. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) you know, and so, you know, I think the personal habit is just, there's, I'm happy if anyone, I'm happy for every single person that, does anything that supports what I'm doing. I just, I'm really grateful. So instead of saying, I, you know, I consulted a guy who did, he's doing about a million dollars in the business and he's a friend. It was a free deal. I just went over there for lunch basically. But, um, he said, you know, I'm only getting a hundred people on my webinars. I said, a hundred, there's a truckload of money in that hundred and do more and don't worry that you're not getting a thousand. Be pumped about the hundred and you'll see that thing grow. So, uh, grateful for everybody that shows up. I love that word gratitude, specifically grateful. I actually heard an NPR podcast about a year ago where they were interviewing somebody about happiness. And the guy said a phrase that stuck with me so much on that run. I came back, I printed it out on Word, and it's taped to my computer right now. And it says, happiness stems from gratefulness. And I just, it clicked with me. And I said, you know what? Instead of me trying to be happy, how about I just be grateful And the result of me being grateful for everything around me is going to result in happiness. It's this natural confluence. So I love that. Mark, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I really love Google Docs. Um, I'm not a fan of the phone at all. And so (laughs) I do voice memos to people 
I, I don't really pick up the phone. Very difficult. I mean, it just doesn't really happen. And But a Google Doc, you know, that's the project document. And so we'll have three or four people on a Google Doc. And it's just a living thing. So I love Google Docs that you can share it and have people on it. Um, that's probably my real go-to because I don't, I don't do a lot of the other things. Really. I'm looking at my Google Doc right now with the interview flow, Mark. <laughs> if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, I think for your particular listeners, I think the four-hour work week, you know, it's kind of the Bible of the deal. I, I had a guy online who said, Mark, there's this book called The 4-Hour Workweek. It's really kind of where you're at and who you kind of are. And I said, well, I don't know what this is. I'm going to go buy it. Sure. And I've bought, you know, probably close to a couple hundred copies and have given to clients and friends still over the years. And I think that book, um, a lot of people buy it and say it, and there's so much magic in there. So, you know, Ferris really, he really brought, he was really just a, a, a voice of, what was coming earlier than it came, you know, and it's now it's here though. (laughs) Okay. And it's so available (laughs) and there's so many of us when we got started, nobody was out there. And now there's now every, there's thousands and thousands of us. Yeah. And Tim's updated it over the years too. So it's not like it's this 2007 relic. Like he continues to come up with updated versions of it. And it was just crazy when we had him on our private uh, podcasters paradise webinar just a couple of weeks ago, Almost every single person who got on and asked a question, that was their first statement was, Tim, just want to thank you real quick for four-hour work week. That's what got me down this path and had me take that first step. It's crazy. That is the Bible. And Fire Nation, hey, I know you love audio. You're listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Mark, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I I recommend your podcast to a lot of people, so... And I, I've shared that I'm going to be on this today. And I've had a lot of guys say, hey, what do you, how are you going to answer that last question? <laughs> and, I, and I said, you know, if I was truthful, I'd just say, how long does this food and shelter thing last? Yep. <laughs> because, and how big is the house? Because I'd just go get some guys to rent the side room and I'd pack guys in there and they'd rent for less and I'd have cash flow. And I probably wouldn't do anything for seven days. I would just enjoy my life. Um but, you know, I would, I would look around and if I have the same skills and experience, I just decide kind of who I want to serve and just, you know, probably like, let's say it's Nightingale Conant or yeah. something. And I just say, Hey, can I, uh, what's your next promotion? And let me just write the copy for it and, you know, and compare it to the copy that you paid for. And what do you think? And then I just get in business is really easy. So I don't know what I do, but really I wouldn't do anything for seven days. I'm in no hurry. I'd, I'd enjoy my anonymity is what I do. And I love that answer for a lot of reasons. Number one, a lot of my guests try to really craft this to what they think is the right answer. But the right answer is, what would you, my current guest, actually do? And, and that's why I let people be like, you know, what? I'd grab a surfboard and I'd be off. And I just, I mean, food and shelter is taken care of. What, you know, let me just relax for a minute here. Like, 
Good stuff. It's a seven-day vacation <laughs> yes. to me, that looks like. And Mark, let's end today on fire, brother, with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. You know, I would just say, this is a great podcast. And there's, there's to, for the listeners, it, misinformation is very bad information. And to fuel your entrepreneurial journey, not with your experience as the book, but but really humble yourself in front of other books, in front of really great people, and let that be the nutrition that powers your journey. So that was, I'd say that's the key is, uh, you know, get in your business and work in it and work on it and that stuff. But really, um, the morning fuel is, you know, go from somebody who's way more successful, way more skilled, way more interesting, and just let those guys become your inner circle um, in the secrets of your mind. And then the next thing you'll know, you'll be having a beer with them. So that, that's what I would say there. And connecting with me, John, I don't even know, like I'm, I try not to be connected. <laughs> Can they find like a, like an image of you somewhere? <laughs> probably like lifestyledesignnetwork.com is probably, you know, that's some affiliate product stuff. And there's probably what I'm up to is over there. Lifestyledesignnetwork.com. LifestyleDesignNetwork.com. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, that inner circle. And you've been hanging out with Mark and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Mark in our search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all of his recommended resources, everything we've talked about, that book recommendation. And then, of course, Lifestyle Design Network. Dot com Go directly there, and the links are going to be in the show notes too. Mark, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.